right, so, so I'm recording whenever you're ready. Well, then, welcome to Monday Night Heroes, where we are playing Icons, the Assembled Woo! Edition, with Ric Flair. Woo! Woo! So, yeah, that's my bit. We're going to get sued by uh, the World Wildlife Federation? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. We are playing Icon Super Powered Role Playing by Steve Kenson and Dan Hauser. Uh, Hauser. Hauser. And O'Brien. <laughs> you and I. All right, so, yep, it is a, a role-playing game. Uh, we are just, we're just getting into it, so sometimes we have fun, and we say, fuck the rules, let's do it this way instead. That's... Sometimes we have no fun, <laughs> and it's a slog for two hours. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, but, but we try. When did that happen? We won't go into that. All right. <laughs> All right. So yes. Also, uh, hello, hello to to Nico Stream. Hello, Stream. It's only me right now. <laughs> you got a performance shit. Is there a field of that stream? Yes. Aries. All right. So, uh, quick bookkeeping because I have in my hot little hands. A list of oh. all your qualities. Um, but the bookkeeping is... And we'll go around the table, let you introduce yourselves, talk about your character a little bit. Um, and the question you must answer during this introduction is... Is your hero's identity a secret? And we'll start with Steve. Hi. Um, I'm playing Inspector Bill... Fucking Hauser. <laughs> um, I'm playing Kaze, who is um, a martial artist and super speedster. And his identity, while it is secret, I guess, um, nobody knows who the fuck he is anyway, so it doesn't matter. Okay. But he does keep he does keep his face blurred. All right. What what is his uh, uniform? Uh, well, he has uh, three quarter length split toed black boots, a black hakama, a red G, and um, there was a Kirin imported on the back of the G, but now it is the symbol for wind, the kanji for wind. Excellent, excellent. All right, Nico. Yo, and I am playing Rosario Diaz. She is also known as our reckless. I guess I could switch that around. Yes, her identity is secret because it would be a big problem if people actually knew who she was, considering how her powers work. Okay. And uh, what's her costume? Oh, her costume. She's got a, a hooded jacket on. She's got a, a Domino-esque ma mask on. She keeps a bandana b below her chin just in case she needs to cover up even more. So, 
MMA style gloves and, and shin guards on, so she at least seems like she's protecting stuff. <laughs> All right. There we go. All right. Next up is Jay. Yeah, I'm playing Chimera. Uh, he is, for lack of better terms, uh, uses mental powers. Uh, he is dressed up in a black, long black overcoat with a black fedora. Okay. And he is, uh, as far as identity being secret, I really don't think it would matter here because I don't think anybody would know him. Okay. What's his, uh, what's his, uh, not code name? His not code name would be, uh, Amund. Amund is his name. Amund Kor. Spell the last name for me, please. K-O-H-O-R. Okay. Got it. All right. And next up is Wesley. Ah, yes. I'm playing Six Slick Silver. His identity is definitely secret. Uh, let's see. The secret identity is Ned Danvers, host of What's Happening with Ned Danvers, or running podcast. And, uh, yeah, his, his, his costume is, is, his alternate form makes him all silvery, but he's still wearing the, uh, Basically, top hat, and ta- top hat and tails, uh, with uh, with a domino mask and his uh, uh, silver walking stick. Haha! My work here is done. Yeah. But you haven't done anything. <laughs> and his arm comes back when he's in silver form, apparently. So yeah, nobody would suspect that Dead Dammers is really the incredibly handsome and awesome slick silver. Uh, yeah, you only mi- were missing your hand, by the way. Not your hand. Oh, well, yeah, hand comes back. There we go. Okay. All right. And last, but certainly not least, Nick. <clears throat> I'm playing uh, Rodrigo. He is the Gold Guardian. Uh, a suit-wearing superhero. Um, are we at a costume party or a formal dinner? Uh, right now, you are sitting around the table in the bad carpet room. <laughs> I like that carpet. <laughs> I hey, know it I got a gross on it, doesn't sale. it? No, hold on. It does. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah, then I'm just in my suit. Okay. I mean, I guess you can. Is your identity secret or publicly? Yeah, known? It's secret. Okay. Um, do you try to keep it secret from the rest of the team? So you're wearing your helmet still, or do you take it off in the uh, presence of the rest of the Justice Association? You know what? I'll let everyone else know my secret identity. I trust them. Okay. So I will, uh, I'll have to, I'll retract. Actually, that's too tall hard to get out of. I'm just going to take off the helmet. Okay. Alrighty. My pee suit. It runs on my pee. It's the Gold Guardian. Oh, oh what? <laughs> that's a bit too much. That's a bit too much information for my. And, and wow. suddenly we're written by Grant Morrison. That di- we are not in this kind of adventure. <laughs> I didn't want to go. All right. Wow. All of a sudden, we're like in Trump's fucking hotel room. Let's All not. Right. Let's not go there. <laughs> let's just. Let's just not. All right. So you guys are sitting around the the conference table uh, in the main um, atrium of justice. Ooh. But it's more like a hall. <laughs> The atrium of justice. 
<clears throat> yes, we are we are filled with all sorts of non copyright infringing material. <laughs> no, I, I like HM of Justice got a certain ring to it. I like the fact that our table looks like it came straight out of IKEA. It did. It probably did come straight out of IKEA. <laughs> it's it's table burkin. <laughs> there might be there might be a hole <laughs> where he put his fist down in front of his chair to emphasize a point. Oh, there's got to be cracks and and all over. sorts of damage on mine. Oh, you guys, you guys get a new table like every six months. Okay, That's <laughs> oh, it's got to be sooner than six months. That, that one, there. that one just. Uh, <laughs> So, so what happens is the magpie buys the furniture um, from a wholesaler and then um, has some blindfolded guys down in the basement putting it together. <laughs> <laughs> and then blindfolds them again and releases them like eight blocks. Up the- releases them into the <laughs> Batman's got the mechanic. We have the idea assembler. <laughs> Yep, that's how things work. I mean, you know. I imagine that she's had conversations with her. It's like, you know, I could just put this together for you. Who the fuck (laughs) do you think cleans this place? There's a a whole room full of hex keys. (laughs) (laughs) No, she uses. She uses the hex keys in the fucking uh, explosive batarang thingies. <laughs> the bird ranks. Yep, yep. She Whoa. uses them up and hammers them out. In, in You'll the, never uh, run out of ammo. Workshop down the street or around the corner there from you guys. All right, so, uh, yep, when uh, last we left, you guys had uh, received invitations. Um, Reckless, you got yours from, from Scarlet, the magpie. Because uh, she had to suddenly go out of town to Argentina, something about a brain in a jar. Uh, so you have her invitation. Uh, Rodrigo has his own invitation to this party because he's he's Rodrigo. Uh, Ned, you have an invitation to this party as well uh, because. It's more like a press pass. You're supposed to be like angling for an interview to increase the ratings of your show. Of course. <laughs> bring up, I'll bring up my Omega Seamaster and my good English cut tux for this one. You, you've heard, you've heard that there might be something newsworthy. So you're, you're, you're trying to to regain your journalistic chops. <laughs> they were never lost. Uh, Kaze Can and, he get uh, them back if he never had them? I never lost them. Right. Uh, Kaze <laughs> and Chimera, you guys do not have invitations to this event. Um, but hmm. the the three invitations that exist do have plus ones. Yeah, I was just about to ask that. Is there a plus one? Yeah, you, you can this? finagle plus ones. Wants me my, wants me my plus one. I'm so happy I have my own invitation. <laughs> hmm. Not it. <laughs> I, I I see this how how as how justice association meetings go. Yeah. So so, uh, so Gaza, you want to be my date tonight? <laughs> thank you. I was I I would love to. I was about to get hired by the catering company. 
<laughs> you know, well, you know, this might be more interesting if you go to catering. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Meanwhile, our heroes sneak in as dressed as caterers. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty par for the course for us. Oh, yeah. Huh, actually. Yes, I'm you gonna, could. Yeah. Both of you could get in pretty easy. <laughs> I, I, well, the problem is, is I'd be afraid that I would fail a roll. So I'd say I'd just go as invisible. I'd see who's there and I'd cloud their mind. But my luck is I would roll a one. It's all good. We have Hello. enough invitations. Yeah. Yep. We got you guys. Yeah. Yep. You could, you could, you could, you could, you could, you could ride, you could ride my coattails. As much as I'd rather spend the night with Scarlet, I will save with, at least one of you from him. As if I point you went with Silver, you'd have to like carry a boom mic or something. <clears throat> Ooh, actually, that could be fun. I'll do that. I'll follow you around with the boom mic. All right. Here we go. Here's a sash that says best boy. Wear that. Oh, boy. See, uh, recording engineer, thank you very much. Yeah. Haven't been called out for years. They haven't? No. Ah. All right. Uh, just as you guys figure out the uh, plus one arrangements, the elevator door opens, uh, and the young person uh, known as Watchdog rolls in. Hey, what are you A-listers up to tonight? About to make journalistic greatness. What are you up to? Uh, it's six o'clock. It's time for me to take monitor duty. Unless one of you guys were going to take monitor duty instead. No, we have plans in that, unfortunately. Uh, Watchdog, by the way, uh, since I just introduced the character, he is your nighttime monitor duty guy. Okay. Um, yeah, he rolls up to the computer and just kind of like, you know, starts typing some keys, you know, he's got some headphones on listening to, to frequencies and he just, his wheelchair just kind of locks into place and it's almost like he enters a trance. I tap his shoulder before he gets going too good. You need anything while we're gone? He jerks upright and goes, no, thanks. Uh, I, I, in my, he points at his bag. I got plenty of electrolytes here. I'll, I'll be good. Hey. And um, as he says that, he kind of points at the screen and slumps over. See, you can't get good help anymore. Oh, he's great help. No, I look at I look at like silver and go. You know, sometimes they're right. <laughs> <laughs> He's great help. His power is he can directly interface with the computer. Yeah, I was going to say he's jacked in. That's what makes him perfect for nighttime monitor duty. Uh, in right, fact, so in your earpieces, you hear check, check, one, two, one, two. Raise you loud and clear. Yo, dog, I read you. Hello. All right, so. You guys are ready. I don't know. I guess you guys keep changing clothes either in your apartments or... I probably live here at this point. <laughs> in, in the, well, you guys do have apartments in the building above the base. I was living here before it got fixed, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, there, there we go. It's like the pro- appropriate tux and watch for this evening. 
Okay. Running. Uh, Kaze, what do you do? Um, I'm going to go. Well, um, where do, where do you keep your civilian clothes? In in a locker oh, here in the base or in your in your apartment at the dojo? Um, it depends on on what kind of clothes there are. If it's for a formal occasion, it's probably here. Okay. Alrighty. Uh, Gold Guardian, I imagine you just take off the armor and you're wearing a tux. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got a Gucci suit and some gator boots. Some so gator I got boots. a question. Is that thing like air conditioned or something? Because you are pristine, friend. Yeah. I mean, my of course, word. Of course it's air conditioned. I'm not going to wear that. The <laughs> fuck? Gator. The first, one, the first one wasn't air conditioned. <laughs> I mean, I have to ask these things. I honestly wouldn't know the difference. All right. Uh, Chimera, where do you keep clothes? That's a good question. Uh, if I have an apartment on in here, this is where I would probably keep the clothes. Okay. I wouldn't uh, have something in city. Okay, cool. Um, yep, so you guys split up. You go to your respective places to, to gather your clothes. Kaze, uh, as, as you go to your uh, locker, closet, whichever, uh, as soon as you grab your suit, a uh, manila envelope falls out of the closet. Has your name written in, in Romaji? Uh, I'm going to take a look at this. Okay. Uh, otherwise, the envelope is empty except for a small slip of paper. Uh, on the slip of paper is a note that says, This is everything we have on Chimera. And it's signed with a stamp of a bird. Okay. And there's nothing in there? There's nothing in there. Okay. Uh, Rosario, while you did are... I ask, oh, go ahead. Did I ask for this? Um, Am I surprised that this is here? or is uh, I would imagine I would you're surprised me? it's there, uh, but not surprised at the same time, but uh, you would be surprised that it's there. Okay, so I didn't request this. This just happened to be left to, for to your left information. In okay, uh, and, the, and it's the magpie's signature. Yep, it's the, it's the magpie's signature. Uh, Rosario, yes. Uh, as you're getting dressed, you get a you get a text. I look at the text. Uh, leaving now, uh, call you when I arrive, love you. I text back, don't be an ass to the the flight attendant, please. (laughs) Private jet, LOL. (laughs) (laughs) Silly me. (laughs) Um, is reckless, is your relationship with Magpie known to us? Or is it not? I don't know. Would she care? Because Reckless wouldn't care. Uh, I don't think the magpie would care. I mean, it would be fairly obvious to anybody who is in the building any num- any amount of time. Okay. It's like she's not in the hiding. If anything, they would probably not be 
public with it, but you, you guys you hear know. you hear a voice in your ear. Everybody knows that. Duh. Look, you keep your fucking eyes on everything but here, okay? <laughs> um, all uh, your the text continues. Oh yeah, Chimera's hiding something. I text back. Um, aren't we all? <laughs> More than usual. Mm, okay, noted. All right, and then that's the text is done. Uh, plane takes off. And the magpie is now conveniently in Argentina. So before we leave, I'm going to um, kind of pull Reckless aside and sh- tell her about what I found and say, do you know anything about this? Because I, I pull up that one text that, that says he's hiding something and show it to him in passing and then put my phone away. <laughs> okay. Interesting. What's a little paranoia among friends? To be fair, she's paranoid about everything. <laughs> All right, so everybody gets dressed. You meet back up in the in the room. Uh, figure out your travel arrangements. Doesn't really matter. Um, actually, one thing before we go: mm. um, well, who's Silver Surfer going as? <laughs> Or whatever the hell he is. Green Lantern. <laughs> Green Lantern. What is Green Lantern going as? <laughs> He's going uh, as Ned. Yeah. Ned. Okay. Ned, could I ask a favor? You may. You when you interview people and you could you hit them with some hard questions that might get us some answers on what's going on? As far mm-hmm. as if anybody knows of what's going on. That's what I always do. Well, I'm just I'm just being obvious. <laughs> we think we think I am that hack radio Raj. Well, I don't know how good you are because I really haven't heard that much. So I'm just curious, and I just want to. He ain't as good as Radio Raj. That's for sure. Radio you Raj. Heard, uh, radio you, Raj. You don't know how good he is because no one listens to his podcast. Mm. Oh, hey, he used to have listen, a radio show. Don't listen used to, to be my time. They don't listen to my podcast. Why do I have this Omega Seamaster? They don't just give these away. I pull up his. I pull up his podcast. How many followers does he have? <laughs> uh, on the hosting site or like on? <laughs> He's the biggest podcaster YouTube's on AM radio. Whichever's the biggest podcast like site. Okay. In this universe. Uh, in this universe. Okay. At. Uh, He's got fifty six thousand followers. Hey, he's moving up in the world slightly. How much does Rogers have? Out of curiosity, uh, how many are bots? Six point three million. <laughs> oh, they're all Russian bots. They're all Russians. Um, actually, I'm looking through your few right like reviews, and I'm a couple of them are in Russian. That's all I'm saying, friend. Because I'm speaking to the people who want the news and the freedom and the greatness. And the also, Russians to, want the freedom. And also to work with our sponsors. Uh-huh. Including such sponsors as Sil- Silver Millennial Vitamin Vitamins Incorporated. Yes, All right, Kayla, let's go. All right. It's a lot of <laughs> We Buy Gold sponsors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a bunch of pyramid schemes and shit. I made six thousand dollars in one week. 
Hey, I don't play mirror schemes. I play nutraceuticals. And and Audible, because they sponsor everybody. <laughs> yep. Except uh, us. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I need to hit them up and see if I can get sponsorship. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, yeah, you guys eventually get to the Spire, which is a large hotel uh, right on the coast. Uh, you go up to the, the penthouse floor. It's uh, divided in half. Uh, one penthouse faces out toward the city. Uh, you recognize it because you've been there a few times in the past. That was William Pika's place. Uh, the one across the hall is uh, has been recently taken over by Dr. Manon Pert, uh, the CEO of TELUS Global. Uh, there's a doorman uh, outside. Uh, as invitations, please. Presented. Here you go, Doreen. Thank you. Yeah, my good sir. Ah, thank you again. Enjoy the party. I look at them and say, are you a criminal on the run? (laughs) No, sir. Dr. Pert gives everybody a second chance. I see nothing wrong with that business model. In my case, a third or a fourth. Ooh. Ah, good yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, give me uh, awareness checks. Uh, anybody who might be uh, like a street-level crime fighter. Ooh. Uh, awareness check, you said? Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a seven for me. Seven? Okay. Yeah, it's a yeah. six for me. A six for you, okay. Uh, that would be nine. Nine? Okay. I've got six. Dead roll any six. There we go. That's a full. That's uh, wait. Uh, awareness. That's what now? Uh, whatever your D6 roll was plus your awareness. Uh, that's a good. Uh, awareness. Uh, ten. There you go. Ten. Okay. All right. So. Yeah, Chimera, you recognize him. Um, <clears throat> actually, everybody recognizes him as uh, Jas Cooper, uh, small-time <laughs> hood and bank robber. <laughs> active or unactive anymore? Well, obviously, he's not active as he's working the door at this party. Well, well, tonight he's now, active, but, but <laughs> when was the last time he was caught? During working hours. Last time he was caught, uh, he was caught by, there are five of you. I'm sure I've caught him at least once. <laughs> uh, actually, you were the last person to catch him, Reckless. <laughs> that was about uh, four months ago. Uh Chimera with a nine, you also notice he's wearing an ankle monitor. Okay. On work Yep. Hey, I love seeing reformed people. You guys enter enter the party. Uh, A veritable who's who of Kirby elites are there. Um, The mayor, you see him wandering around in the crowd. Uh, Local council people. Um... Let's see. Reckless. 
standing over by the corner regaling um, a number of ladies in cocktail dresses and a couple of guys. Fuck you, Victoria. Actually, no. Uh, it, it's <laughs> former MMA star turned action movie actor Samuel Heatwave Johnson. Um, you remember him because it was his film Gutshot you were working on when you had your accident. Which I might add was the uh, climactic scene uh, and Heatwave was actually doing the stunt with you. Alright. Let's see. Rodrigo. Uh, standing over on the opposite side of the room, you see you see Doctor you see Doctor Pert, uh, chatting it up with uh, Doctor Anton Lazar. You all notice him, uh, and Doctor Prospero Gress. If you remember, he runs uh, Gress Labs, a genetic research firm from which uh, certain DNA was stolen from about a year and a half ago. Okay. Ned. Yes. Standing near the group of scientists is a gentleman in a very expensive suit uh, with perfectly coiffed hair whom you recognize immediately as Nalen Smith. (laughs) How dare he still be alive? Sanjo. Yeah. The doors to uh, the balcony uh, that run the entire length of this uh, great room are wide open. You feel the breeze coming in. And uh, in fact, all of you might even notice this person um, on a casual inspection of the room because they stand out so much. Uh, Standing on the balcony, wind... You know, the sea breeze blowing through her hair is a beautiful Japanese woman in a shimmering blue uh, cocktail dress, the color of a calm sea. Oh. You recognize her as she turns around. You recognize her right away as Matsuhama Kimiko, the will of water. And she immediately catches your eye, Kaze. The last time we saw her, it wasn't it wasn't too fun, <laughs> and I lost uh, two of my brethren. So, yep, you guys are all in the room. Chimera, uh, give me an awareness check. Sure. That would be uh, 10. Um, Sure. While the other members of the Justice Association are kind of distracted with their rivals and in some cases their arch nemeses at the same party, uh, you get a tingle at the back of your, right at the base of your skull. Okay. Uh, I would assume I know what this is. Uh, You do. And uh, just so we can continue, um, 
I'm going to say, I'm going to, I'm going to do a retcon. So I'm going to give all of you a determination point for this. Um, and oh, has uh, our determination reset from last session? Yes, determination resets from last session, and you're going to get another one because I'm causing you guys a little trouble uh, doing a little bit of a retcon uh, where uh, Kaze and Reckless, one or the other, uh, confronts Chimera in the elevator. Oh, I'll 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 handle this. Yeah, it wouldn't be me. I'm okay. I'm a watcher. All right, so. Cut to back to the elevator 15 okay. minutes ago. Okay. And you're all standing just, there. Just so you know, I received this missive. Okay, it's the note with basically... It's the note that says that they don't know anything about you. <laughs> they wouldn't. I, I didn't request this, but is there something you need to tell us? We're supposed to be a team, and something like this can't stand the, in the way of teamwork. So, you wouldn't know about me. Um, okay, out of character, how much would I trust you guys? So, you guys have done nothing negative to me. Nope. You've uh, Over the past few months, you've saved the city with them countless times. Okay. You got a pretty good bead on their individual personality. Yeah, I'll, I'll even say that uh, Reckless has probably told you straight up, anything you need, just let me know. I'm down to help whoever. So, what if I said I'm not from around here? <laughs> I'm not from Cincinnati. <laughs> exactly. I'm actually uh, hunting somebody. And it was from the future. Um, could I, as part of this, could I, uh, show them where I came from telepathically, um, to give them a better understanding? Cause if I said, I'm coming, I came from the future. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, like I a- I'll allow it. Um, you guys, you know, low intensity memories. He's basically broadcasting memories. Um, I came from the Justice Association, from the future. Basically, somebody came back in time to try to wipe out the Justice Association from starting up. I'm here to capture him. You're a little late for that. (laughs) Actually, I'm a little early for that. Late was back in my time. No, no, I mean to stop us from forming. Oh, oh, oh. You did that. But if he killed off every member here now, it could collapse it. And that's what he's trying to do. Who is this he? Uh, His name uh, is actually Red Hat. I can track him somewhat. I get feelings when I sense him around us. And I've been hunting him since, you know, the future. So I came back in time to try to capture and prevent him from destroying the Justice Association. And if you can figure out the exact year, I'll give you a cookie. What, from from where I came from? Yep, yeah. Don't say Who's, anything. Okay. Whose kid are you? Whose kid am I? Yeah, if you're from the future. 
Are you someone? I'm sorry, I'm not your kid. If I was, though, I'd ask for allowance. Mm. Could have just lied and told him you were. <laughs> I feel like this guy's on the up and up. I mean, he could have just hustled you for some money, man. <laughs> I, you know, I, I could have, but after looking at his suit, he has no more money left. It's all in the suit, baby. So, no, he definitely has more money left. They still tell a tale of slick silver in your time. They don't uh, tell tales of slick silver here, except for when you were a bad guy. <laughs> was, hey, that was identity theft. That was so, identity theft. I did, I did study the past, or in your case, the present time. But what happened is when he came back, he did mess up the timeline. So a great example is I couldn't go play lottery tickets for tomorrow because I knew the, the numbers because they're all messed up. Because when he came back, he did disturb some of the timeline. That shit. So I can no longer go home, but I need to stop him from destroying what's here now. How did you travel back in time? Uh, it was a hot tub. <laughs> so I am not 100% sure how I came back. Somebody at our at the Justice Association said that they could help me put me back in time, and which they did, but I can no longer go forward. This well, totally sounds like something you do, Slick. <laughs> you just can't go forward rapidly. Actually, uh, Chimera? Yep. It was a very old Slick Silver. It was a very old <laughs> Slick Silver. I called that shit. That totally sounds like something you do. <laughs> oh, man. Go okay, but on. the very old Slick Silver, did he have the same attitude? Or did he give a message to say to the young Slick Silver? No, he did not, because I haven't okay. come up with one yet. But. <laughs> well, <laughs> All right, and... No coats are not I'm the way... <laughs> You know how you can get your timeline back. It's very simple. Uh-oh. <laughs> Which is? Kaze looks over at Slick Silver and says, and then looks back at you and says, if he's not there in the future to send you back, <laughs> you wouldn't be here. Hey, hey, hey. I know he's, he's, he's flaky, but he's ours, and we do somewhat need him sometimes. No way to speak about Kirby's most dashing hero. All right, he's my so, taxi cab. All right, and with he's my taxi cab, we cut back to the present, uh, where you guys are standing in the in the entrance way and have seen all of these people. Uh, so I did feel the tingling. You did feel the tingling. So we have earbuds, correct? Uh, you do. I'm going to let everybody know that I feel his presence here, but I don't know where. So I would have given them a picture of him. Okay. A mental picture, just so they can all keep an eye. Okay. And if it's I hear more, if I feel... A guy. Uh, unfortunately, the mental picture he gives you is his uh, costume. Um, which he's dressed kind of like, uh, he's got a floppy, pointy red hat, uh, domino mask, uh, and like coveralls. 
It's not a very creative costume. This is the best ones when you're trying to hide your identity. It's probably Nayland Smith. He was never that creative. He has no no style whatsoever. It's a murderous thief. All right. So, uh, as you guys get the uh, information on... Although, really, you have telepathy, Chimera. You don't even need your earpiece. That's true. Um, except to receive signals from uh, home base. Uh, well, and, and telepathy can be construed as invasive. So. That's true. That's very true. Um, as you guys are entering in, Ned, your producer walks up. Ah. Roz. Roz. <laughs> ah, Roz. How are they? I got bad news, Ned. Oh, God. What happened? The The download numbers are down. What? what? God dang it. I cleared um, it up. I, 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 it comes with good news. Uh-huh. Um, well, it actually comes with more bad news, and then it comes with good news. Uh-huh. How uh, bad is it? Uh, well, the bad news is we've dropped uh, one-third of our Patreon subscribers. <laughs> and uh, but the good news is is that you're up 36 points with the ASMR set. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. Well, I guess I can work with that. We'll just uh, talk a little bit more about the special happy little bushes nearby, and uh, yeah, I definitely plug some more of the Millennium Silver Nutraceuticals. Look, the sponsors want hard hitting journalism. They want you to uh, interview somebody of note around the city, and I am this close from booking you, Nayland Smith. Uh, <laughs> what, what, what noteworthy thing has he ever done? What? 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 what, what is he sitting around in a cow patch and cud? I, I don't know if you've heard about the Nayland Smith Community Center, the Nayland Smith College Fund, uh, the Nayland Smith Recreation Facility and Green Space, uh, the Nayland Smith Community Gardening Foundation. What? <laughs> this man does nothing but dump money back into the community. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just and and, points, and Roz points over at Rodrigo and says, far more than that guy ever. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, 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 I, hear, I hear that guy that was the cut against technology. Uh, you didn't hear me. I'm willing to bet that Nayland Smith guy is uh, probably uh, getting uh, get his play card equipment from the Atlanta Maintenance Center. Well, if you want some cutting-edge technology, I mean, talk to... Talk to Doctor Gress or uh, or Lazar or, or one of those guys. Hell, talk to talk to Doctor Pert over there. Oh, I mean, gladly. He is. Oh. Uh, you know, they're opening a new facility, an office here. That's like big news. If you can score an exclusive with him. Oh, I can definitely. Oh, I'll definitely do that. Yeah, that tie. Turn on. Threatening the tie. The charm. All right, and with that, we've. Go over to uh, Reckless. Uh, as you're uh, making your way I, through the crowd, um, Samuel catches your eye. Rosie! Oh, God. Am I on good terms or bad terms with him? 
you'll see. <laughs> Sammy, how you doing? <laughs> how the hell are you? I... Rosie, it's Rosie, ladies. Rosie was a stunt woman on uh, several of my films. How you doing? He yeah. smiles, perfect teeth for an MMA fighter. He's had some work done. Oh, those are definitely fake. <laughs> he reaches out to shake your hand. Uh, I shake his hand, and I am purposefully doing it as weakly as I possibly can. That's that's funny because he's not. I wouldn't notice. <laughs> Other than him straining, I really wouldn't notice. No, no, he's he's not straining. Oh yeah, I I would I feel it. Um. Yes, actually, you would feel the pressure, not necessarily any pain, but you would definitely feel, you know, the pressure of him squeezing on your hand. Yeah, I keep, I put a little bit more force into it, but not enough to really make much of a difference. It's just kind of like that, that, that impulsiveness kicked in for a second. (laughs) All right. Give me, give me a strength test. Oh boy. (laughs) That is a 12. That's a 12. Okay. Um, Yeah, he is just grinning from ear to ear as he squeezes a little bit, just a bit harder than you are. Yeah, she's just kind of got an eyebrow raised and shaking her head like, okay, <laughs> are you done yet? Rosie and I go way back. We, we, we have a lot in common. We do? Uh, yeah, Heatwave has decided to come into the city and uh, try his hand at superheroics. I don't have no idea what you're talking about. But you, you've you noticed like through news, the newspapers and, and other reports that he seems to have powers very similar to yours. Hmm. That's interesting. But yeah, she's sticking with that. I have no idea what you're talking about if he said that out loud. <laughs> oh, he, he just said you guys go way back and have a lot. Oh, okay. Of okay. It's like, yeah, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. It's like, oh, yeah. I guess. I mean, you know, thrill seeking's kind of a shared uh, thing. I guess. Oh, I'm. I'm sure. I'm sure you and he both know by now, uh, with your little secret arm wrestling contest. And it suddenly dawns on you again that uh, you guys were in the same accident. That's very odd. <laughs> right. So, you know, it was good seeing you, but you look like you have your hands busy and. I don't want to hold you up from the ladies. All right. You have a good one, Rosie. Finger guns. She just kind of awkwardly does it back and turns around. It's just like, oh, my God, I can't stand that. And as you're walking out of earshot, he turns to the ladies. and Let me tell you how I single-handedly defeated Eschaton. The fuck? You know, she, uh, she stops for a second and then she just keeps walking. All right. Um, ba- 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 bum. Rodrigo. Yeah. Uh, a, a gentleman in a red waistcoat comes by with a uh, platter full of champagne. Uh, we all have one. Okay. You I have take one. one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The doctor, the good doctors, are still sitting in the corner. Um, the Lazar actually sees you over there with your flute of champagne and and waves you over. I go over. Uh, and Lazar looks it's like, Rodrigo, Rodrigo, I was just talking about you. Oh, yeah, I hope it was good. 
Well, remember that time at MIT where we, we crashed the dean's office and hacked the computers and gave everybody straight A's? <laughs> I don't remember that at all. You know, and all the other doctors are, are, are laughing and stuff like that. You're like, oh, you scamps. I should tell you what I got to uh, at uh, shit. The big famous um, British university. Oxford. Oxford, Oxford or Cambridge. Yes, Oxford and Cambridge. Oh, God. Allow, allow me to introduce myself. I am Dr. Manon Perrot, CEO of TELUS Global. It is a pleasure to make your acquaintance. Likewise. I extend my hand. He shakes your hand. Uh, so, we were just talking about uh, possible business opportunities here in the city. Oh, yeah? I'm eating like a crab cake. Like what? I, I would like to buy your company. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's not I mean, for sale, but... Uh, I'm offering $3.2 billion. Woo! That's a lot of money. Um, American, of course. Still going to have to decline. Sorry. That's my baby. Well, the offer is still on the table. Okay. Um, I could surely use your your manufacturing facilities and access to your R and D division. Well, if I would decide to retire and, early, and Lazar is like, you know. yeah, your 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 landmark work in in biomechanics and augmentation uh, would be so wonderful to have. I mean, your thesis helped me develop uh, the the uh, bulwark units. For the Department of Parahuman Defense. Oh, really? Yes. It was brilliant. Oh, this must be why it looks so familiar. Uh, Mr. As- Asuncion, uh, will you join us for another drink? Yeah, why not? And he snaps his finger and he's like, Break out my private reserve! Ooh, private reserve? Yes. And now, we are to Kaze. Uh, yep. Uh, Kimiko looks at you and then just kind of turns and uh, looks out toward the ocean. You have a lot of nerve. Wouldn't a simple hello, Kimiko, be more sufficient, Sanjo? I think we'll be on sufficient. Oh, don't worry. I come in. Dr. Perch has been very kind to donate generously to my uh, foundation. Yes. And which foundation is this? The Ocean Preservation League. Obviously. Obviously. We tackle pollution in the oceans. Do you? Yes. What a humanitarian cause after trying to bring down the end of the world. You've decided to devote the rest of your life to saving the oceans. We all make mistakes. Mm -hmm. And I was fed a bunch of false promises that in my pride, I, I took far too seriously and trusted too much. That would be one thing if you were responsible for your own actions, but apparently you were also responsible for the actions of Suchi and Ka. How are Takeshi and Junpei? 
I was hoping you can tell me. I don't know. Um, I haven't seen them since they betrayed me and their powers were stolen. Let's get one thing straight. You betrayed us all. The fact that those are the words you use tell me you have absolutely no remorse for what you've done. Oh, I... That is true. I have absolutely no remorse. You, me, Junpei, Takeshi, we're all above these. And she spreads her arms out over the city. These humans. If I am to preserve the world, as our masters taught, they never said that I had to preserve everyone in it. Who are you preserving the world for? Us, brother. Us. You gave up the right to use that title a long time ago. Maybe, maybe so. But I do know that you're not going to reassemble the children of the dragon. You have as much claim to that as I do now. And the the exact opposite can be said. You walk a you walk a thin line, and if you cross it, I will put you down. <laughs> you always were a funny one, Sanjo. Mm-hmm. Enjoy your new paymasters. However, as you walk away. If you truly wish to rebuild the children and claim the right of leadership for yourself, you know there's only one way to do that. And she leans against the railing. Kimiko, you know where the, where Void is? No, but Void's powers can be granted to another, just as... <clears throat> as can yours. This is true. This is very true. Unless, of course, one were to be in possession of the true Kusanagi no Sarugi. You know that artifact confers leadership to anyone of our order. Artifacts are ephemeral. Possession changes. It always has, and it always will. I don't seek any leadership. Just seek our, our order back to to where it was. Every order needs a leader, darling. Our order is built to serve humanity, not to rule it. You've lost the way, and you will lose your abilities. It's inevitable. Not if I claim the sword first. Mm-hmm. Enjoy the party. And this mist seems to just roll up off the ocean and practically scale the building. It's like this, and it becomes this thick, dense fog. You can't see five feet, and it just swirls up and wraps around Kimiko. And as soon as it completely envelops her, it just rushes back into the ocean, and Kimiko is gone. Because that lady knows how to make an exit. Her ego is going to be the end of her. All right, back to Chimera. 
all ears. All right. Well, the tingling feeling in your head, um, you're kind of being like pushed around with with slick silver um, as you're mingling through the party because because of your disguise. Uh, the the tingling doesn't seem to be getting any stronger. Um, give me an awareness test. Okay. Um, with your go ahead and add your tracking sense to that. Okay. So an awareness. How? Let's see. With the tracking. One d six plus your tracking sense level plus your awareness. Tracking sense level comes from my super senses, correct? Yes. Because that's where... Okay. Yep. So that would be 6 plus 12. Oh, 1. So thir- 14. 14 total? Okay. Yep. Yeah, that's that's plenty. Um, yeah, you look down and you uh, see a newspaper on, oh. the, on, the, on the coffee table there. It's uh, today's newspaper. Okay. I'm going to take a peek at it and see what it says. Uh, Kirby Kings win the World Series. And I assume that would be different than what I... Yes. From the future. Yes. Interesting. As far as you remember, uh, because you were thinking about making some money by placing sports bets, um, the Cubs were supposed to win the World Series. So it is just another data point saying that Yes, the tingling in I your head trust. is like super strong as you're reading this argument, uh, this article about the Kirby Kings winning the the World Series. Interesting. Okay, maybe I'll have to go take a peek at that. So when I read it, I I have the tingling, but when yes. I look away, does it does it lessen? Um, it lessens as you look away, but um, it's still fresh in your mind. Good. Okay. No, um, since you've been back here from the glorious year of 2112, um, that, that's how you've been tracking Red Hat is through temporal anomalies. Uh, yep. Places where the timeline doesn't match up with your memory of it. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the paper, fold it up, keep it and I will discuss this with the team when we're okay out of the party so we don't get distracted all right uh Ned yes um yep you are um, being like practically dragged through this party by Roz uh you see you see uh chimera Amund uh, pick up today's newspaper, look at it, and like kind of reading it as you're walking along. He's got the boom mic tucked under his arm, uh, and and every once in a while it kind of like bangs you in the side of the head because he's clearly distracted reading this paper. Um, you look over at him, and when you turn around, um, Roz is Nalen Smith, Ned Denver's Ned Denver's. Nalen Smith. Uh, hello, uh, Mr. Smythe, was it? Smith, Nalen Smith. Um, I, I, I am sorry, I know the young lady introduced you, but well, what was your name again? And he holds out his hand. Ned. Ned Danvers. Oh, so what's happening? Ned, Ned, Danvers. Ned Danvers, Ned Danvers, Ned Danvers. You were on that jazz channel not too long ago. What? What? Did you get fired? 
No, no, no. My, my career just fell off in a new direction. You know, that's how these things happen. You know, things just take an odd turn, and then all of a sudden, you know, a major is happily going on with your life, and all of a sudden you need to go in a new direction. That's how these things happen. Yes. Mm. yes, sometimes sometimes you do need a new direction once in a while. Yes, I see you take it on a new, dire- uh, du- new direction. Oh, no, no, no. I, I've, I've, philanthropy has been a hobby of mine for quite some time. Hobby, huh? Hobby. I mean, what's, what's what's the good of all of this power if you don't do anything with it? Hmm, I've, I've, heard, a, I've heard a similar sentiment. Uh, yes. <laughs> so what are you, so what are you, uh, doing here besides enjoying these uh, fine shrimp here. Oh, I, I had a proposal for, for Dr. Pert. Uh, I also see uh, Rodrigo Asuncion is here. Um, I'm going... Am I saying that right, Nick? Yeah. Okay. Uh, is, is, is here. Um, I was also going to approach him. Uh, I I have this idea about grants for for prosthetics for children who were in uh, car accidents. Hmm, that's very interesting. Ra, Roz tells me, Roz tells me, uh, you were thinking about maybe wanting to have me on the show. I, I'd love to come on and talk about this prosthetic idea. I mean, I see you yourself uh, have one. I do indeed. Uh, mine was brought to me by the Arjunlam Foundation. Very, very good, very good set of people. Yes, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, they're doing very good work. You know, I'm putting out, bring out our official limbs out there for all of us here in this fair city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I talked, I talked to them, uh, but their their quality wasn't up to my expectations. Oh, really? <laughs> what, what, an interesting, what an interesting thought you have there. And what what particular qualities would you be looking for? Oh, better metals, of course. Uh, better metals, uh, smaller micro servos. Mm. Yes, and 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 a more sleek design. Um, it's like uh, a, an old friend of mine used to say: simplicity is the way to perfection. And you recognize that saying? Oh, yeah. As something the master was very fond of saying. <laughs> Yes, I do. I do remember hearing little gems like that. Uh, hey, uh, way, way, way down, way down, away from a friend of mine as well. Um, as the rest of you guys are mingling, you notice uh, Slick Silver over in the corner talking to somebody. He is stiff as a fucking board. <laughs> yep, it's Liquid Man who would pr- gladly murder this man. If it were not socially inappropriate to do so. Ah, ah, Dr. Pert, Dr. Pert, um, yes, may I have a moment of your time? Excuse me, Miss Rods, um, boom mic operator, um, you, you, uh, and he just (laughs) runs. Wow. Better to get some good ratings going. That, that will, that will do something. I wander over to where they are. Uh, you wander over to, to Slick and yeah, and then uh, 
Chimera. Uh, what are the rest of you guys doing? Rod- Rodrigo, you are you are steadily drinking away with the uh, yep. the science bros over in the corner. Science yep. bros. Oh, uh, another thing. I sent I sent Scarlet a text while we, like as we were getting off the elevator, telling her what Camira told us. Right, right. Walking down the hall, sending the text. Yep. I'm getting louder and louder too. Mm-hmm. Because on the bar next to the the science bros uh, are a couple of bottles of very expensive scotch. Oh shit. And one of them is almost gone, and uh, yeah, you can hear Rodrigo a little bit louder than everybody else. You know what? Before I get to Slick and and uh, Chimera, I actually will stop and start heading in the direction of that. <laughs> okay. Um, meanwhile, I'm going to radio our Night Watch guy and uh, ask if we can do some uh, research on Nalenson's... Uh, Tax returns and corporate filings and where every and everything else. Uh, yeah, this is Watchdog. What's going on? Watchdog. I'm gonna, I'm gonna need a full read, full rundown on Alan Smith. Everything. Where the money comes from. Where the taxes are going. Well, I'm, 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 how much there? Every I want to know every the penny of where everything's going, where it's coming from. Wait, 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 wait. You want me? To hack into the IRS and find you dirt on this Nalen Smith guy? Yes. That's yeah, the IRS. It can't be that, can't be that hard. With the, with the Pentagon is giving away secrets. <laughs> You're probably in there. Oh, well. Actually, I'm, I'm already in the IRS. I decided to hack him for fun. Yep. Call it. All right. <sighs> It's Just very boring on the police scanner tonight. I would imagine so. <sighs> but yeah, everything on that Smith. All right, give me a few. Yep. All right, Reckless, you get over to Rodrigo. Kaze, what are you doing? So, do I see any of of any of this? I don't, I don't know what the... Yeah, you kind of walk back is. inside after your uh, confrontation with Kimiko... Uh, you can definitely you you see the tail end of uh, his uh, Slick's discussion with Nayland Smith, uh, especially the part where he shook Roz's hand and then Chimera's hand and then just kind of like blew Slick off and then went over to talk to the science bros, uh, which Rodrigo is laughing very loudly. Uh, his cheeks are flushed. Is um. Is Major Major General Huzzywatsi here? Ooh. Yeah, yeah, he's he's over there. He's uh, he's talking to, he's talking to Heatwave now. Okay, so I'm gonna go over and grab Shimera and his boom mic. Okay, and I'm gonna I, I, I motion him to come over with me with the boom mic. Yep, and uh, approach Major General uh, Huzzywatsi. What's his What's his name? Major uh, General Jason Storm. Storm. Okay. And he is the one who was on the TV earlier about trying to get the program, correct? That's right. Okay. Um, 
<clears throat> Telepathically, I want to ask Kaze if he wants me to try to read him. That's fine. I just want to try and get some information out of him. Just pretend like you're working. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm going to pretend like I'm working, but I want to see if I can hear what he's thinking telepathically. All right. Sure. Uh, go ahead and give me a telepathy roll. Okay, that would be... Or that would be 12. 12? Okay. Um, yeah, he's thinking like, wow, so great that I got to meet Heatwave. Gotta get an autograph for my daughter. I just want to listen to him while he talks to Kaze to see if Kaze prompts him. Okay. Okay. Kaze, you're so I walk, I walk up to him and I say, uh, I, I, I hold out my hand and say, very thickly accented, um, Major General Storm. Now, who's talking to me? I'm Sanjo uh, Shijiori of the newsroom Tokyo, uh, here on assignment to uh, to interview uh, various um, dignitaries in Kirby uh, concerning the, the uh, MetaHuman Initiative. Our little display downtown this morning really yes. uh, set off some bells, I see, bringing you all the way over here from Tokyo. Well, to be fair, I was in, in the city on a different assignment and was told to pursue this. So, so what can I tell you for our fine Japanese allies? <clears throat> well, uh, what is the reason for this? Senator Shaw, you know, he's the one behind the whole initiative, uh, really felt like the defense against superhuman and extraterrestrial threats really does deserved a, a government and official response rather than letting some uh, some amateurish uh, albeit empowered individuals uh, from taking the law into their own hands. Was not the current superhero population considered to be deputized before you decided to roll all this money into a uh, it, into creating armor? <clears throat> that can't can't uh be cheap for the taxpayers. Well, the armor program was already uh, an, an initiative started by the United States Army. Uh, for, to, for what? Uh, to cut down on casualties of our fine servicemen. As you notice, the, the bulwark machines are actually drones uh, piloted remotely by some of the, the finest airmen uh, the Joint Chiefs could spare. Still must be very expensive. Uh, quite so. Um, I'm not at liberty to discuss. I mean, all, all of that, the budget for the department is a matter of public record. It is in the uh, Parahuman Defense Initiative uh, legislation. You, you can look it up on congress.gov. It's were, were you, uh, earlier today you had mentioned that you were competing with superheroes. You were trying to replace them with with this what well, are your plans for the current superhero population well um ideally we would like them to register and become fully deputized agents of the united states government or retire would that put their families at risk surely there's a a, a lot of uh, firepower dedicated to 
revenge on these people? Why would you needlessly put um, your superhuman population in harm's way? They put themselves in harm's way all the time. Any of these brilliant super criminals could figure out their secret identities. Oh? And of course, you know, they would have Secret Service protection. It's in the legislation. Not that I would expect someone uh, from across the across the Pacific there to be extremely familiar with our, our, our legal system. Uh, no, I understand that. So you're saying that villains can easily find out the the identity of say uh sorry his name um the 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 one green lantern who is he no i i think he's like slippery platinum or something like that i i heard it was argentium lubricus it doesn't it doesn't translate well I, I I understand. I understand. I can't keep half of these clowns' secret identities. But if if a uh, supervillain can find out who um, this silver surfer guy is, uh, why can't you? That's not my department. We do have a special agency uh, developing within the NSA. I'm not at liberty to discuss much, but uh, determining the identities of active. Superheroes and super criminals is under their purview. So, what would elicit a response from your? De- Obviously, a a large scale invasion or a distinct threat to the United States of America and her interests abroad. Do you think that your <clears throat> your department could have handled? Um, a major threat such as Eschaton? Oh, absolutely. How would you have handled Eschaton? With minimal civilian casualties, of course. Well, I'm not at liberty to discuss our battle plans at this time. But that is a a battle that had already happened. It's theoretical now, isn't it? However, my, my intelligence sources say that that was a clone of the original Eschaton and, uh, there's Nothing to say that there won't be another, so uh, it, it's better that uh, we keep our battle plans top secret. Uh, and uh, I... Thank you. Ah, you there, with the with the tray. Hold on there. I gotta get some of that champagne. This guy's got great champagne. Did I read anything from him while he was talking, or was he just straight out trying to avoid everything and just bored? Um, even his mind, uh, seemed to be, he, he, he truly buys the line that he's given. Um, when he got to the question about battle plans for Eschaton, he really didn't know anything. If there is a battle plan, he's unaware of it. Okay. Uh, you, you kind of glean through, uh, through the telepathy that he's only been in this job for maybe like three weeks. So he's kind of a uh, cat's paw. Yep. So he's not even a person that we need to find and talk to. No, we really need to talk to uh, Shaw. Which is, is which is nice because uh, Senator Shaw uh, is entertaining a, a rather striking redhead over on the sofa. I wish there was like 
someone whose profession it was to interview these people. The greatest journalist of all time is always way to deal with this. Yeah. As a as old as old that Devers just uh sl- slides on over. How do you make everything sound so smarmy? Uh, <laughs> speaking of smarmy, um, Senator Shaw leans over and whispers something in the young lady's ear, uh, to which she giggles. Um, you guys know through your research on Senator Shaw that Senator Shaw is married. <laughs> of course. That wouldn't stop him. If anything, it encourages it. Yep. Does, does do any of your power chimera involve? Um, can you make it look like that we have a camera? Uh, no. I let wait. Let me double check. I don't think it does. I can make people. Uh, no, if I could do it, make myself invisible. Uh, oh, I'm sure one of you has a phone. Oh. Oh. Oh yes. All right. Well, I'll tell I you. I imagine what. Ned does not have a, a high tech phone at all. Yes, but <laughs> I do. Uh, I will um, try to take pictures of him without him knowing by using my super speed. Super speed. All right. Give me. Go ahead and give me that super speed test uh, versus the senator's awareness, which he is going to fucking only get a six. And I'm going to switch you guys over to this screen. Um, Alright, so that, I hate this fucking day roller. That gives me a nine. Well, that's still uh, plus six. So, um, what the hell? Oh, there we go. That is still a massive success. Alright, so I take a burst of pictures of him flirting with, that, with the uh, redhead. Okay. Yeah, some of them managed to uh, come through. Okay. Uh, Can I? It suddenly get you know people will start talking about how breezy it's gotten inside. Um. Yeah, yeah, real breezy. That's how we like it, light and breezy. Let's see. Mm. Wait, no wait. That'd be Doctor Twitch potential trying to use magic. Uh, So are you going to go interview him? Oh, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm going. I'm going to slide on in. Just gonna slide on in. Slide on that in. That is DMs. Smarmy against Smarmy. That's just. Mm. Yep. All right. Uh, yep. Ned slides on in. I want to attempt to do the same thing I did with the last guy. Senator Ned Danvers, host of What's Happening with Ned Danvers. Can I have a moment of your time? Uh, never heard of it, but okay. <laughs> Ah yes. Well, uh, is he? Uh, is he? Sir, um, you know, uh, uh, humble news program guy going on here, and uh, just wanted to uh, see if we could get get a few questions from you on this whole metahuman initiative of yours. You want to get a few questions? Well, I want to ask you a few questions. I mean, you. I mean, if you want to get a question, I'll ask you a question. Why is it? That these goddamn superheroes, you notice his face is flushed, think they can go around into any town and just beat up on people. I mean, it's it's un-American. 
Well, that's true. How, how, how these people take the law into their own hands. Well, let me, well, let me ask you, sir. Um, take, we can take the law in our own hands. Um, wasn't that, wasn't, I think I, I think I remember a little moment uh, back in uh, 1776 when some uh, rambunctious young men decided to uh, take the law in their own hands. That was to found the greatest experiment oh, in government ever put upon this earth. And these costume clowns, he is getting more and more agitated as he's talking. And these costumed clowns want to take that away. Better be recording this. You better be recording this. Anyway, uh, do they now, huh? I mean, I mean, ha- I mean, doesn't doesn't America have like a long tradition of uh, of of the of the of the help of the helpful volunteer hero? You know, you're, you have your you have your posse's. You have your yeah, you, you have your cow, you have your cowboys. I mean, John, I mean, John Wayne was not exactly running out with a badge, but uh, 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 I love uh, that man's movies. I know they are fantastic, aren't they? I mean, what about I mean, you, darling? What do you think about John Wayne movies? Hmm. Uh, nobody cares. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Um, is mentally, is he thinking anything that might be useful other than undressing her with his eyes? Well, and yeah, there, there is that, <laughs> um, you know, and that is very much at the forefront of his head. Uh, you yeah. also get the fact that he genuinely hates, uh, superheroes. Um, go ahead and give me a, uh, Telepathy check. Okay. That would be a. That would be an eleven. Um. Yeah. As as he's talking and he's like, you know, motioning at uh, and, and particularly when John Wayne uh, comes up, uh, you get this mental image, almost like a memory, of uh, Senator Shaw sitting in his office. And this bright blue portal opens, and Red Cap steps through. Ah, oh, hell! Except, okay. uh, except he's not—he's not wearing the 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 clothing he left twenty one twelve in. He's wearing—he's wearing older clothing, uh, kind of even out of place for for the time period. He seems to be talking to Senator Shaw. Okay. Um. That would explain some and, things. And what was your what was your uh, telepathy check? Uh, my telepathy was eleven. Eleven. Okay. Um, yeah, you can uh, kind of manipulate the image a little bit. Uh, it appears that Red Cap is wearing a red armband. Oh no! Oh boy! <laughs> oh hell! Okay. Now, and he's, he's and Senator Shaw's just remember him talking. To this person who just showed up in his office, um, but uh, yeah, the only thing you you hear out of this memory is Senator Shaw. We need to talk, and then it kind of goes into like silent movie mode okay. as as his boisterous uh, personality. Now let me tell you something, Clint Eastwood. Them's was some mighty fine movies. Uh, I know, I know. Oh, Eastwood, Eastwood was something, but uh, 
But still, but still, I mean, I mean, I mean, but if John Wayne Clint Eastwood had them superpowers, I'm telling you, we would have seen, we would have seen some real all-American justice out there. Just like the, which is, which is why I had to wonder why it, if it's good enough for Clint Eastwood and John Wayne, why isn't it good enough for ever regular, uh, regular citizens to try and fight the evil? If, if John Wayne had superpowers, I would give him a commission as a captain myself. And, and make him fight for America. He'd be he'd be captain of America, <laughs> Lord, or or something like that. Something something catchy, and he would wear the red, white, and blue. You <laughs> probably need a pair of spurs as well. Oh, absolutely! Big white ten gallon hat, <laughs> stars and stripes vest, and a six gun with the American flag on it. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. So I have a question for you, and I know I'm just the operator here. And I think if it was a six shooter, I would do Dirty Harry over John Wayne. That's just my opinion. But do you think somebody like Dirty, Dirty Harry, Harry forms the foundation of my police reform plan? So do you think the police reform <laughs> plan and works for me? Um, can actually replace the superheroes. I think we absolutely can with with brilliant geniuses such as Mammon Pert and Anton Lazar uh, helping us out with the technological side. And I, I've heard that Dr. Pert wants to uh, possibly purchase um, a company from, from, from a Filipino genius uh, to further augment our abilities with the, with the Bulwark project. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm not at li- really liberty to discuss any of that because, you know, that's that'd probably be a conflict of interest. Okay. Since you're uh, recording, I must say I must say that uh, Dr. Lazar uh, and and his other business partner, Nayland Smith, have been uh, uh, contributors to my campaign in uh, interest of fairness and openness. Mm, Nayland Smith huh? and, and apparently drunkenness. <laughs> Isn't that funny, that... darling? Isn't that funny, darling? Oh, who cares what you think? So how long has uh, Mr. Smith been a contributor to your uh, campaign? <laughs> Way to stay focused. <laughs> uh, I, I can't really say. Uh, it is, he, he donated to uh, my last, uh, my last campaign, uh, which was only two years ago. Um, you know, but this is a matter of public record. I mean, anybody can go down and, and do, you know, you know, money, money is speech, by the way. You know, the Supreme Court said so. <laughs> and, uh, and I know Mr. Smith is not a resident of my home state of, uh, South Carolina, but, um, you know, it, it, it doesn't really matter. He's acting in the interest of the people of the United States. Hmm. Speaking of which, though, how... How do you respond to criticisms that this uh, that by attempting to register superpowered um, individuals, you are essentially creating a purge list for the more nefarious superpowered villains to get gain access to? Well, nefarious? What do you mean nefarious? 
oh, you know, Eschaton, uh, you know, you know, all and all those other villainous types who, you know, are talking about world domination and or just stealing things for the heck of it. You know, those types who I, I really, you know, I, I say we round them up and give them all the death penalty. Reinstitute the firing squad. And if normal bullets don't kill them, we'll have, we'll shoot them with tanks and and possibly take them out to Bikini Atoll and, and nuke them or you know Guantanamo Bay and dissect them and figure out how they got to be the way they are. I mean, I mean look at this guy, and he pulls out a picture and he unfurls it, and it is uh, Master Monkey. Look <laughs> at this; it's a goddamn monkey. And he's tried to conquer the world at least eight times, to my knowledge. Yes. And Why shouldn't this, this this thing be vivisected to find out why he has such a strong intelligence and such a desire to overthrow the greatest experiment in government ever to grace the land? Maybe it's because that the greatest experiment wants to dissect him. Well, you're probably right, my my Asian friend. So if I'm, so you're somehow assuming that uh, you you you're not you're not going to just somehow play into villain's hands by concentrating all defense against them. I am of my own mind, sir. I am a free thinker. Before I accepted the Republican nomination for senator from the great state of South Carolina. I was the head of the Libertarian Party of South Carolina. I am a free thinker. And, and I'll be damned if I sit here and let you say otherwise. Mr. What'd you say your name was again? Danvers. Ned Danvers. Ned Danvers, darling. You ever heard him? Nah, who cares? <laughs> Now, if you will excuse me, uh, I have things to uh, do. He, he grabs the young lady by the hand and uh, es- escorts her out. He stumbles a little bit. She stumbles a little bit. All right. I'm going to lean over to um, Carolina and go, anyway, give him some impotence. Oh, the whiskey will take care of that. <laughs> I don't know if I really want to waste my power on that. It wouldn't be waste. That's a public service. No, because once you follow him, take some pictures, and then you can get a bigger story, get more followers. Um, guys, it's Watchdog. Yo, what's happening? Watchdog. Um, I, I'm getting some chatter on the police scanner. Um, it's Commissioner O'Shaughnessy himself. Uh, he's responding to a homicide. <laughs> Uh, probably about five blocks from where you are in Uptown. Okay. He's he's trying to keep the identity a little hush-hush, but hold on, cross-referencing addresses now. Uh, that's the residence of uh, Senator Johannes Green. Oh, no. Oh, Senator, ooh, boy. Yeah, I'm I'm headed towards the elevator. And uh, just just so uh, since you were not here last time, Wes, uh, Johannes Green is uh, Shaw's opposition in the Senate. Oh God! 
And with and with that, uh, oh my God, I see them caught clam poisoning. I I I, I gotta go. Uh, yeah, Slick uh, pretends like he's got like a stomach ache and uh, looks like for the restroom. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just I'm I'm headed to the elevator. I got my cell phone up to my ear. I'm not really talking to anybody. Shaw <laughs> Shaw is like you know stumbling down the the foyer toward the elevator. Are there stairs? Uh, yeah. There's there's a there's fire stairs. I'll take the stairs if it looks like they're taking too long to go. Yeah, I just take yeah the they're, they're 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 drunk and uh, you know he's like trying to hit the call button on the elevator and he. I hit the button for him, and then I go downstairs. Thank you. You wouldn't care to join us, would you? No, no, you. No, no offense, Sergeant. I don't really. No. Like, <laughs> am I still in the party? <laughs> yeah, you're. Oh, you're... she likes men, just not him. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're. Uh, you're, you're drinking. You're, you're still drinking. Uh, you kind of see Rosario, kind of. Uh, gently pushing her way through the crowd. Uh, you see Slick run off, uh, I, I guess, maybe to the bathroom? Yeah. Anybody need a ride? And that's when I start shouting, Hey, does this place have a karaoke machine? You Uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna uh, activate um, uh, Rodrigo's quality of uh, alcoholic, and uh, yeah, that's gonna give you guys the ability uh, to sneak out unnoticed. So hey, I made a distraction. Yeah, I, I am hauling ass down those stairs as best you can. Without yeah, it's like damage. you you hear him scream for the karaoke machine as. Um, as the door closes to the fire escape and you start running down all I am parkouring down that fucking fire escape. all 112 stories <laughs> if it wouldn't leave a crater she'd just jump <laughs> uh, Kaze you uh, run down the side of the building uh, yep. I, I suppose in your uh, right to the address right to the address okay I didn't need that suit anyway. <laughs> with a, with a quick detour at your locker to change uniforms. Yeah. All right. What about Chimera? I think Chimera will just head on down the stairs. Uh, as far as getting changed, I mean, hey, if okay. you make it there fast enough, you could just hold on to Rosie's bag and she'll take you. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. you're. Uh, That's true. <laughs> yeah, you 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 run down the stairs with your normal human stamina. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just a mere mortal. And all of a sudden, you're snatched up. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> you get about you get about ten flights down from sprinting because you know you're in decent enough shape, and you're just like, uh, 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 and then take a breather and <laughs> yeah, uh, Rosie actually is headed back up the steps, and she just like grabs you and throws you over her shoulder. And then just jumps down the rest of the stairs, basically. <laughs> yeah, the, the you know the stairs kind of spiral down, and you just kind of like whoosh, straight through the little center breezeway thing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Superhero landing. <laughs> Take two points of damage from the impact, Chimera. Okay. Ah, sorry about that. I forget about the shock. <laughs> All good. 
I'm down a lot quicker than I would have been. Yeah. Uh, Slick. Uh, yeah, you're in the bathroom. Yep. Uh, click, uh, quickly teleport over. Uh, quickly teleport over. Change into my slick silver uh, uh, costume. Yep. Thing right. ring. Do your thing. Yep. And then teleport back to catch Rosario as she gets down the stairs. All right. Whoosh, 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 whoosh. Uh, eventually, <laughs> um, what, what's Rodrigo doing? Now that everybody has uh, pretty much escaped the building, I'll get a. I'll get in the limo and go home. <laughs> All right, you 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 take the elevator down. Uh, you see Shaw in the parking lot waiting for his car. Um, he's like sitting there patient. He's like, "God damn, valets!" Just as your limousine pulls up, and he looks I, uh, over. He looks over at you, and he's just got this like look on his face. <laughs> I like go. <laughs> And then just get in the car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, dri- nobody I, likes Senator Shaw. Lovely. I instruct, I instruct the driver, hey, pass slowly by that guy so I can laugh in his face as we drive by. All right. Hold, and, up, uh, hold up a bottle of grapefruit pot as you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> uh, gr- Grumpy Dugan. Grumpy Dugan, your driver. Uh, smiles into the rearview mirror and does a, a loop of the cul-de-sac <laughs> and pulls up right ne- where the back window is right next to Senator Shaw. Say, sir, would you like some gray poupon? And I hold up the jar. He, he, he drunkenly takes it and he just kind of stares at it, like, not sure <laughs> what's happening. Drive away. And you drive away. <laughs> and, and you see, and I, I'm, I'm assuming you kind of turn around or like looking through the back window of yeah. this limo. Uh, you, you see, turn around. You see the young lady that he's with, like put her hands up against her mouth, and, and her body, her upper body is like shaking. <laughs> um, and, and Senator Shaw is just looking at this bottle of grape <laughs> pod, and he looks back at the the limo. <laughs> and if you were closer, you would you would notice that he just gets a sneer on his face, and he throws the damn bottle of Grey Poupon right on the ground. Uh, it does not break; it actually bounces up off the curb and hits him in the face. Ooh, ouch! I, I I tell the driver to stop, and then I roll down. Or I tell my yeah, I tell Grumpy to stop, and I roll down my window. I go ooh. <laughs> And then we drive away into right, the you're, night. You're, you're welcome for that. Away night. <laughs> into the night and then, um, Ooh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, you get back to the base, get in your costume, um, and and fly off kind of wobbly. Wee! Woo! <laughs> Woo! As, as you're flying, uh, you guys hear that on the earpiece. Um, and he's just rocketing along and. Uh, fairly soon you guys get to the residence, uh, blue and whites are there, the lights are flashing, um, you know, there's a couple of, like, security guys, you know, uh, you know, secret service type dudes, you know, with the earpieces, and they're talking to each other, and they're talking to the cops, and, um, yeah, you, you look up toward the door, and you see, uh, Commissioner O'Shaughnessy, um, who has gotten a promotion, he was Sergeant O'Shaughnessy in the first 
first campaign. Uh, standing there in his brown trench coat, smoking a stogie, talking to a couple of beat cops. Commissioner. Hey! That's you! It's been a while. Look, Smitty, wow. it's the Justice Association. Boy, am I glad you're here. Hey, Commissioner. Well, at least someone is. What happened? Well, better you come with me. And he shoves his hands in his pocket and stomps forward into the room <laughs> with the cigar <laughs> still, like, clenched between his teeth, just, like, billowing smoke by. Like yeah, a, I look at Kaze and go, that can't be a good sign. Like, a, like He's like an Irish freight train moving through this house. Whoosh. Whoosh. Choo-choo. He whips out a, a handkerchief and, like, polishes off his bald head. Uh, you're led to the study uh, and, you know, crime scene photographers, you know, fucking shit's flashing. Um, laying on the floor in a pool of blood is Senator Johannes Green. A single gunshot wound to the head. Have they recovered the bullet? It's it's weird. the The bullet seems to have disintegrated. And he points over, and he's like, "The shooter came from shot through the window here, hit the senator, and and that's about all we know. We don't, we haven't gone out into the grounds yet or anything like that." Um, I look where he's pointing. Yeah, so, I, I head outside. Well, okay, well let, let me out. out. Are we in like a townhouse or are we in a high rise? What what kind of building is uh, this? You're you're in kind of a, a mansion because so you're you're up by the coast, which is where all the wealthy people in Kirby live. Mm-hmm. Um, there are high rises nearby, you know, luxury apartments, condos, that sort of thing. Uh, but this is kind of like it's one of the older houses in this section of town. Okay, so it's like a three story kind of yeah, house. Yeah, three story. Uh, what and what the commissioner was pointing at was a bullet hole through the French doors. Um, right. So, following line of sight, what's up there? Do you guys have any type of like uh, detection skills or anything like that? Uh, I have super senses, and I do have. Uh, give me a second. I was trying to read. Oh, wait a minute! That. I know somebody. I know somebody who's perfectly equipped for this. Uh, that's actually Rodrigo. Has he has he gotten he there do, without getting into a terrible can accident? He do trigonometry when he's like three, two sheets of the wind. No, that's when he does he his has, best. He has augmented reality <laughs> in his head helmet. I've got autopilot. Don't worry. Yeah, you you you've been there. You guys you guys didn't like go in separately. Um, yeah, I'm not even going to make you roll for this. Uh, you look at the bullet hole of the systems inside your suit, do some calculations, um, and you notice that um, the trajectory of the bullet seems to come from a condo building about a half a mile away. Time to go hunting. Sounds like a professional hit. Watchdog. Yeah. Um, I need all the information I can get. Um, owners, a 
apartment um, occupants, leases, empty empty units, blah blah blah. At, and I give him the address of the condo. Um, okay, the the shot seemed to have come from the roof, but uh, yeah, you'll uh, uploading that um, to uh, Gold Guardian's display right now. And Gold Guardian, you see, uh, you know, just a uh, all the tenants. There's like 257 tenants. Yeah, WD. Also, check and see if there's any security footage. Okay. Um, yeah, there's there's definitely some uh, cameras um, in that area. There's a there's a local weather cam on top of that condo. Uh, it looks usually pointed out toward the ocean, uh, but recently they seem to have. Uh, Put it on a uh, nest of osprey on the. You know, it's the osprey cam. Radio Raj talks about it all the time. Yeah, I watch it when I can't sleep. I like to watch them feeding the young. Wow, I mean, yeah, that cam. Ooh, birds. Uh, I, yeah, I'm pulling up the footage now. Um, GG, set your set your helmet display to uh, broadcast. Oh, fine, never mind. I'll do it myself. <laughs> and, and you see in your display, you see code that you've never seen before popping I'm up. I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> um, and it's like, wait, we're not in combat yet. Where's Nick? <laughs> uh, this this hologram uh, appears in the room before you. Uh, it's also showing on your internal uh, guard, gold guardian. Uh, a shadowy figure. You can't really see too much. Uh, looks like carrying a long object uh, creeps up to the to the edge of the building, leans over for a little bit, and then casually like walks away. Ooh, that's creepy. Did anyone else see that? Just I, me. Um, I mean, everybody, everybody saw like that. Yeah. That was the hologram <laughs> yeah. as well. So wow. it's just a figure carrying a long object walks to the edge. Stands there for a few minutes. Uh, you do think you see what might be a muzzle flash, a very slight muzzle flash, and then the figure walks away. Does it look like a, a rifle of any sort, or is or is it not? Um, it's um, it's, it's dark. Um, there's no infrared on this camera or any any other real lights. Um, <clears throat> there's no lights up there to protect the osprey while they're trying to sleep. Right. Uh, so yeah, it's just a, a dark figure. You presume because the trajectory of the bullet led to the rooftop of this building that that is footage of the. Sh- is it time sync to when the senator died? Yes. Uh, Golden Guardian, can you uh, get a list of possible makes and models of rifles that that could uh fire that at that range and produce that kind of muzzle flash? Sure. Um, hey, Slick, let's go to that building. I think I can pull that up. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'll take you over there. It's, it's going to take a little yep. time for, for, for the software to do the analysis, uh, even okay. with Watchdog helping. Uh, so, yeah, you guys can go to the, the building. All right. Can we get, like, a bead in how tall the figure was? Weight? Anything like that? Um, yeah, you guys could surmise that the, he's about six, six, two, six, three, um, fairly athletic build. 
That's about all you can figure. Okay. Male, female, can we tell? Uh, no, the, the figure's a little weird in shadow. It's almost like it's almost like the figure knew what they were doing. They were deliberately clinging to the darkest shadows. So it looks like a professional, not just somebody. Yeah, easy easy to surmise that this is definitely a professional. Um, so Damn. Rosario and Slick teleport to the roof of the building. Uh, yep. Chimera, Gold Guardian, Kaze. I'll grab Chimera and run. Okay, you yeah. run. Hold your breath. Done. All right. Uh, yeah, you run up the side of the building and you stop, and Gold Guardian comes, you know, looking all cool. Kind of. I mean, I'm, I'm still a little, a little wobbly, but still, yeah. you know, kind of cool at the mm-hmm. same time. You know, the jets cut out a little abruptly when he lands. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and now you're you're on the roof. Okay. Uh... Most of you who are crime fighters, uh, Slick, you have the ability to illuminate the roof here. Cool. Can I follow the tracks? I do have tracking sense. Um, the the tracks are kind of garbled. What um, kind of roof is it? It's a flat roof. Is it tar? Is it uh, you know, stone? Or? It's it's kind of like uh, slate. Um, go ahead and uh, give me your uh, tracking sense. Okay. Plus, that would be eleven. Eleven. Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. So that's that's just a moderate success. Uh, you kind of discern some tracks, but you get this overwhelming uh, feeling of madness. Of madness. Madness. In fact, in fact, uh, as as you're like using your powers and and this feeling is overcoming you, uh, can't help but giggle. Okay, um, so, giggle for me. <laughs> Perfect. So the question is, and everybody would see me giggle. Mm-hmm. This I would consider out of the ordinary. Do I consider this something that I could be sensing from whoever was here? Yes. Okay. Uh, and I will share this with the team that I feel a madness when I track this person. So magical or not, I don't know, but something is... Uh, oh, fuck me. Not this shit again. We just fucking dealt with this. Well, it was... Or a year and a half at Tony's tracking. Still! <laughs> God damn! So who was it that you guys did a year and a half ago? I'm trying to remember what the hell his name was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, when they were cloning all these supervillains, some joker decided to clone this clown. I can't remember the name either. Yeah. It was Zani. That's it. Oh. And as far as you knew, Zani had taken over, or or not really taken over, but the previous mayor, Mayor Wrightson, uh, had taken the identity of Zani 
and held the bridge hostage. Oh, yeah. He subsequently was uh, sent to sent to the uh, mental health facility where he kind of cowers and drools now. But wasn't it wasn't it kind of like a virus? That was our theory we were working on. Hmm. Hey, Watchdog, could you check the hospitals and I give him the description of the symptoms? Um, check it now. Uh, no, nothing, nothing like that being reported in any of the emergency rooms. Uh, give me awareness checks. If you have anything that might help you, like, uh, as far as, like, investigation or forensics or anything like that, would be helpful. I got a nine. So, I got an eight. Got an eight, okay. I got a seven. Got a seven, okay. So that would be an eight. Wesley said he has to go. Okay. Uh, yep, we'll wrap this up real quick. Um, Reckless, you find a, uh, a a wrapper from a local fast food joint. Uh, Kaze, you find a... You and Chimera find uh, a, a brass casing from a rifle. And Gold Guardian, you pick out something very small on the ground, uh, point it out to Slick Silver, and Slick Silver picks it up. It is a single silver sequin. And what? that's where we'll cut it. Alright, well, thanks for running that. Yeah. Oh, thanks yeah. For playing thanks, for that, guys. thanks for listening. And if you were watching on on uh, Neko's uh, Twitch, thanks for watching on Neko's Twitch. Oh, shit. Yeah. And keep 30 luck points because, you know, they're cumulative. And I